programs. It's weird. It changed the what that input was. Dan, get off your phone. Sorry. <laughs> You're still on your phone! What's up, Dan? Hello, everybody. Uh, thanks for tuning in. That is the opening to an album called Feeling Blue that was released in 1996 by Paul Desmond. Ooh. I heard a tune off of it recently, and it's a dynamite jazz album if you're looking for one to listen to. Paul Desmond and the Tutus. Paul Desmond. <laughs> Greatest political joke. Nope. Ever. How are you, Dan? Good. Thanks for uh, everybody watching the stream. Thanks for bearing with us while we fix the stupid input on the audio-only version podcast. I don't know why. I'll do Windows updates. And it switched, it switched how the input was working in OBS, and it switched how the input was working in in audacity i don't understand why it switches it in the program unless it just the driver points somewhere different so the program just defaults back to default maybe it, it must yeah there's there, some hierarchy hello everybody you are watching and or listening to this might sound stupid a podcast with two friends uh who once a week just get together and chat dan and i have actually been chatting for like a half hour already mm-hmm. all the good uh, stuff's out of the way if this is all the good stuff is you guys don't hear it uh if this is your first time listening to us subscribe to us on whatever application you get podcasts except maybe stitcher i'm not sure you can follow us on twitch twitch.tv slash this might sound stupid you can email us this might sound stupid at gmail.com and you can tweet at us at tmss underscore podcast we'll check in with our sponsors quickly excuse me joey the good boy over there lounged out we're also brought to you by Mike Long. He's a designer from Minnesota. He designed all our graphics. All right, cool. That stuff's out of the way. That jazz put me in a real just like mellow Chill mood. What are you drinking, Dan? Uh, it's what is called the Diamond Cutter. Ooh, DDP. I hope so. Hazy Double. Somebody's had to have, Somebody's had to have named that. DDP diamond cutter already, so, right? Because isn't DDP a beer term? Uh, DDH is. DDH, that's what I'm thinking of. Okay. Yeah. Took some muscle. Let's see how good this is. What is it? It's an IPA. Is it good? Yeah, it's not bad. Right I got to get my Playmate cooler. Turn down the lights and pump up the P-Diss. Gotta get it out of here. Tonight, I'm going to be having a little uh, grapefruit bubbly. <laughs> it's water. Just water tonight for old Adam. Damn it! Made me get a beer. I told you I was drinking water. I didn't think you'd be that much of a chicken. <laughs> I'm having a real roller coaster of a week, man. <laughs> yeah. So, at least. I'm drinking water tonight because I've had these weird, since Monday, 
mm-hmm. I've had these weird shingles like sensation in the place that I had shingles last s- spring, summer. That was in the mm-hmm. summer, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel great otherwise. Like, no problems getting up in the morning, have tons of energy. Did a great push workout yesterday. Felt really good. Uh, but I've just, it's a very unique sensation. Sens- Jesus. Sensation. If you've ever had shingles, it's a unique sensation and pain. It feels like, at first, it felt like it was just kind of pins and needles, almost like there was just, almost like my hair was getting pulled or. Like, you know, like if your leg hair, or your arm hair gets pulled in the right way, it kind of like, have you ever had a watch pinch your hair or something? Eating sex stuff. Yeah. It almost feels like that. And then it just gets worse and worse until it got to the point where it felt like when I moved sometimes my, it felt like my flesh was rending when I had. That, that's not this time. No, that was the first time. But it was like, man, it feels like I'm having it. Uh, like it's coming back or something. Um, any marks? Any marks? No. So oh. I call. I just called and was like, "I don't need to see my doctor. Can can he just call me? Is that fine?" Uh, and they were like, "Well, your doctor or a nurse can call you back. A doctor will talk to your or a nurse will talk to your doctor." So a nurse called me back before I talked to my doctor, and my only concern was that I get my second round of the vaccine a week from tomorrow, and I wanted to know like if I have shingles, can I get? the vaccine. And so this nurse calls me back and asks me some questions. And one of her questions was like, do you have a visible rash anywhere? And I was like, no. And I, do, I don't even feel it all the time. It'll just be these little sensations of it. And she was like, well, okay, I gotta, I gotta ask the doctor, but I think if you have shingles, they're going to want you to wait on getting your second round. And I was just, I was like, <laughs> I spent like an hour and a half of my day, just fucking flat and deflated and like, like too disappointed to even be mad. I was just mm-hmm. like so bummed. I took my lunch break at 10 because I was like, I don't want to be around anybody. I was like, I just want to, I like, I don't, I don't want to <laughs> help anybody right now. I just want to go feel bad and be upset. And then way later in the day, a different nurse called me back and was like, Hey, I talked to the doctor and he said, it's just fine. And I was like, what? Yeah. He said, it's, you know, if, if you start to develop more symptoms, give us a call back. But even if you have shingles, it, she used some term. It was, it was, it was, it wasn't the word overlap, but she's like, there's no overlap. Cause I was like, so wait, I can have full on shingles all over the one side of my body. and I can still go get the vaccine. She was like, yep. And I was like, she, and that's where she said, yeah, the doctor said there's no, there was a word for it. It wasn't overlap, but it was something like that. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh my God, that's amazing news. Just think, fuck. I, cause I don't care if I get shingles again, I don't care. It wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I just want to get my second dose and be done. Uh, so I was so disappointed that I was going to have to wait. Um, but because I'm not sure if it's coming on, I want my immune system to be at its peak. And so I'm just having water yeah. tonight. And that's the that only, the only thing I can figure is that when I got it last time, I was calorie restricting pretty heavily mm-hmm. and working out pretty heavily, and I wasn't calorie restricting smart. And then it was like there was COVID, and then there was Floyd, and you know turkeys breaking through my windows, and crazy yeah. old ladies, and all sorts of shit. 
and then I got shingles and that's they think shingles can come on from like depressed immune system because your central nervous system is taxed because of stress or other things so if I'm depleting my calories working out really hard and I'm stressed because I felt like the world was falling apart I got it that time well the only thing I this time I'm not stressed at all like I don't really have a lot that I'm stressed about right now in life thankfully uh but I am I'm I'm eating at a calorie deficit, but I'm only eating at like two to 300 calories, I think, uh, mm-hmm. from what my normal maintenance would be. I'm kind of, I'm using an app to help me track it, but it's like 22, 2400 calories a day. Like that's plenty of calories. Mm-hmm. But that was the only thing I could think is like, well, that's when it happened last time. So now I'm over the last weekend because we were so busy, I just was like skipping meals and just didn't do a good job of eating enough good food. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So now I'm just making sure like, I'm just, even if it doesn't, at least until I get the shot, mm-hmm. if it doesn't kind of fit my macros, I'm just not going to care and just make sure that I'm eating enough so that like my body has enough energy. Cause that's the only <laughs> thing I can think. And like, since I will say that since they've, called me back and said like even if you have it you don't have to worry you can still get the second shot since then i haven't felt it so it might have all been in my mind which is totally possible uh because because i swear i felt it a few times on monday and i just started to get paranoid about it and so then maybe because i was getting paranoid about it do you know what i mean because i because i thought i felt it on monday then the paranoia of it just built in my head over the next few days but then, yeah, also, we were supposed to get our new dishwasher installed on Monday. And they came out and said, they were there for like five minutes. And they're like, we can't install this. And I was like, what? Why? Oh, because your dishwasher is hardwired and your new dishwasher is a plug-in. And we can't, we can't p- like put an outlet in and we can't hardwire this one. And I was just like, for fuck's sake. And I was like, well, hot, wait. I know there's a plug-in under there. And I wish I had told them to wait like five more minutes. But I was like... I know there's a plug-in under there. Uh, and I was like, how's it getting powered now? And he pointed and there's like a junction box under my sink. And I looked at it for a second. I was like, well, I can put an outlet in there. And they were like, yeah, if you put an outlet in, then just tell Best Buy you want us to come back. And I was like, okay. So I took a picture of it. And then I realized like five minutes after they left, there is an outlet. It's just on the other side of my sink. And it's where my disposal is plugged in. But there's only one outlet, stupidly. Yeah, but what I wish I had told him was like, hey, if the cord fits, will you just plug it in? Just plug it in there. Make sure it works and just sign off on it and say like, yep, we hooked it up. It's running. It's working. And then I can unplug the dishwasher and plug my disposal back in and then I'll put an an outlet in there in my own time. But I've never put an outlet in anywhere. So I I took a picture of it after they left because I had to go to work uh, and sent a picture to my dad and was like can i do you think i can put an outlet in here pretty easily this is the junction box uh i didn't know that uh it's definitely not going to be on its own circuit um but the old one wasn't so well wait i don't know i don't know what circuit means it all goes back to the same breaker does that matter I was gonna say yeah, Jevin didn't tell you that when you were talking about stuff, but you were you were you were in a whole other place that day. What was I talking about? I don't understand what you're saying. Well, I think he, I think it, it, you want it in your own its own box that has that has like a trip. 
Oh so yeah, it's it's got out. a trip. It's uh, I can't think of what those outlets are called. Huh? Interesting. I'm learning a whole bunch today. Well, it's it. I mean, right now my dishwasher and disposal and some of my kitchen appliances are all in the same bro- breaker. Yes, GFCI or yeah. whatever it is. Where yeah. if it ground fault, that's what it is. Thank you. Uh, so, anyways. I sent a picture to Big J and then I sent a picture to my dad and asked both of them, like, I can probably put an outlet in here, right? I know enough to know that it was a junction box. Uh, and my dad was like, yes, absolutely. So went out, picked up a, a ground fault outlet um, and picked, uh, I talked to a guy at Home Depot and he, I showed him the picture and he was like, yep, take this thing, which I think he called a mud flap or something like that or a mud seal. And it was to give me a little bit more room in the the junction box. And then obviously turn the power off. <laughs> Cut the old cables that went to my dishwasher, ripped that out, and then put those cables into the ground fault outlet. Put that like put that all into the junction box with the mud flap or mud seal or whatever he called that, and then put a cover on it and it works. I've never done any electric stuff, and electric stuff is easy. <laughs> I mean, as long as, it, 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 as, long as the it, it, power's it's, off. It's scary at first because right. it's like it's touching these wires. It, like that was, I was like, my, I don't care. If I don't get it hooked up, I know Big J can come over and help me out. I, mud ring, thank you. I know Big J can come help me out or, you know, my stepdad can come help me out. Um, but I, it was like my only goal is to not electrocute myself. If I get through this day without electrocuting myself, then cool. Uh, and if I get through it and hooked up an outlet, even better. But yeah, I was like, oh, this is this is very easy. <laughs> uh, but that again was a roller coaster day because I was really fucking pissed. I was like, I want my dishwasher. But then at the end of the day, I felt really good because I was like, oh, I did a thing and it worked. Cool. But yeah, that's why I'm drinking. Yeah. That's why I'm drinking water today. Yeah, I, I didn't want to say anything about how I was feeling today because it would it would have had like the double thing of if you couldn't get your vaccine, me just complaining about how I might be feeling seemed like a real dick move. That wouldn't bother me because I, no, I, 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 I was the it, it, one it, it, asking you. Um, how are you feeling? But yeah, I, I, I'm fine. I took a little nap when I got home. Yeah, you, but uh, you were yawning was, before uh, the cast, so I wondered if you were tired. Um. I was waiting the whole day for it to like kick in just in case, but it just never did. Cool. I, ho- I hope I'm that lucky, but I don't know. I, uh, Katie's evil. Katie, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure Matt electrocuted himself when he's putting in a microwave. I can see that. That was the other thing. So, my the my breaker box i need to go through with my wife and relabel that because like i put i turned breakers off for like where it was labeled and it did not turn off <laughs> but my fridge turned off and my fridge is like on a different label so i was like fuck so then i just turned i just flipped a couple more switches and went back up and the disposal wouldn't turn on the dishwasher wouldn't turn on the lights above my kitchen sink went out and then there's an outlet on the other side of my sink that didn't work. And I was like, okay, that's the, that's the one that it is. Uh, I know at least that much. Um, 
I don't have a tester. I've never done any electrical stuff. I don't know. This is, I mean, this, I was talking to my dad on the phone the other day. How did this even come up? I don't, oh, cause I was like, yeah, I'm going to go out and clean the garage. Uh, it was some weekend, a few weeks when it was really nice out. I was talking to my dad and he was I like, I should oh, buy a tester. I feel like that's definitely something like I just want to it's have something, my Yeah, I agree. It's something you should just have. What's a tester? It's, you touch the wires with it to see if there's any voltage, Amber. Um, but yeah, I was talking to my dad. I was like, yeah, I'm going to go clean out the garage. And he was like, oh, I love cleaning out the garage, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what? I don't. It's just a chore. And he's like, yeah, but you get out there. And blah. And I was just like, dude, this is, I mean, you and Jan, you guys like owning a house. I don't. I don't want, I don't want to own a house. Uh, yeah, we can get one. Um, yeah, it was just like, I didn't want to put an outlet in. It wasn't fun. It was just a chore that I had to do. It's just like mowing the lawn or doing, you know, snowball in the driveway or anything. I don't mind doing it. It's not like I'm loath to do it and just miserable the whole time. Like I like doing it cause I like my kids to have a house or I don't like doing it, but I don't mind doing it. I like my kids to have a house where we can be loud and run and jump and we have our own yard. You, you know, I I like having a house with kids, but I don't like owning a house. Whereas like my, my dad and stepmom, they like owning a house. They like doing all that stuff. And they like they find projects that they don't actually need to do, which who cares if that's what you like to do. If you're like, you know what? I'd like it if that outlet was six inches closer. Also, <laughs> let's repaint this room since we have to damage some of the paint anyways. Um, Dimmer switches. Yeah. And I just, I, I just, I have so many other things I want to do. I feel like I'm talking, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting to own a house and wanting to fix it up or do little projects. Like if that's fun to you, cool. It's just, it's not fun to me. So I've never, I've never thought like, oh, I should get a tester because at most like the stuff I want to do is fix a hole my kids put in the wall, you know, get a patch kit. And you know, that's like about the extent of what I want to do. I built some stuff for my deck you know, just like little dinky things like that. But now that I know how easy it is to at least put in an outlet. Why not? Testers can't yeah, be, I, testers yeah, can be expensive. Out, everywhere now. Huh? It's everywhere. Oh, yeah. I've already put six more in. Yeah. <laughs> Your mic, does Dan's mic sound fine today? He sounds kind of watery at times to me. I don't know what the difference would be. I don't know. Well, I feel, like, I feel like someone would have said something. Yeah, chat weird. can tell us if it sounds weird. Um, but yeah, that's good. I'm I after my first round of the vaccine, I felt tired that night, and I'm pretty sure. Okay, Wallaby says it sounds like you're far away, and Javin says it's not, you're leaning back more than usual. Maybe that's all it is. How's this <laughs> it does sound better. But you don't have to sit that close that time. Um, I'm pretty sure I had a like a, a low grade fever after my first round, so I'm just anticipating not feeling great after my second one. I don't know. We'll see. Somebody, just, yeah, just, just just don't go in with a calorie deficit that day. No, I'm I'm trying to figure out. I think what I'm going to do. I think I'll just take that day off, or take like the last half of the day off. Maybe take a half day. I'll go in and get my shot, and I think I'm going to switch my routine next week. So instead of Wednesday being my push day, Wednesday will be my legs day, which is arguably okay. the most intense, like, full body of the day. Uh, and then Friday, 
I'll do push. So that'll be like bench press, uh, lateral flies with weight, uh, overhead pressing, and an incline press. So it's like moving my arm a whole bunch, you know, getting blood flow in there. I think I'm just going to switch. And then it's a less intense day. Whereas last time I did, I got the shot and then that evening did legs. Like that was just a lot. But yeah, even on the last one, it was like the next day I woke up on Saturday and I felt kind of tired and just lethargic. And then by noon, I just felt back to normal. Um, but yeah, that's cool that you're not, you got a different one than I did too. You got Pfizer. Yeah. I don't know if that, I don't know if that makes a huge difference or not. It seems like it's kind of people just with either one of them will feel shitty after the second one. All right. Now for Katie's favorite part of the podcast. Cause I haven't actually got to talk to you about this yet. Katie's random topic. Katie's favorite part of the podcast. Sumo talk. Oh yeah. My boy. And Dan. 12 people here. The, we're talking about sumo. He's the only Rikishi who is 5-0 yeah. right now. In? In Jurio. Yeah. Whatever. Give him, give him what he's got. Oh, yes, I did. Amber, I got mine. Yesterday. Yeah, Dan was on Pfizer, so it's three weeks instead of four. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I, I bought so many Microsoft products. Like, I am full in. <laughs> Bill Gates, God. Soros! Uh, Kisiyama lost again today, but, mm-hmm. uh, my other, my other guy, my three guys right now are Enho, Kisiyama, and Wakataka Kage. He beat mm-hmm. an Ozeki. Yep. And then he lost yesterday, but then he won again today and he looked good. I'm excited about Wakataka Kage. Uh, Young, he's got, he's got a lot of time. Enho looks so good against those guys at Jurio. It, he's just, it, happens, it happens a lot with these guys where they'll be hanging out in like Jurio or like Megashira like 13 yeah. through like 8. And they're, they're playing guys in that level. But the second you get close to like Kamasubi and Ozeki and Sekiwake, like they get it's it's a it's a it's a hard road. Those guys that are up at that up at the like the tip of the top of the ladder are like a different animal. Um, Amber, that's not even, well, that is kind of close to how you spell it, but it's Wakatakakage. So Wakatakakage. Uh, between the sumo talk and the home improvement talk, Adam really paints a picture of his work. Um, there's no lifting yet. He's like, well, I guess he, he kind of talked about lifting. Yeah, that's his full work day. Yeah. I do home improvement jobs <laughs> and then I lift weights. Watch sumo videos. And then I watch sumo videos. Uh, that was the way I felt today when I was getting, I felt like I was, I don't know that I was getting thrown under the bus, but I felt like I was, uh, in just these random emails that I was being copied on. And I was like, what, why are you, why does it seem like you're acting like I didn't talk to you twice about this? Um, but yeah, it's been, uh, yeah, uh, I've been having more fun watching sumo now because I found, well, the NKH, the, just their website puts it up every day with English commentators. And for me, it's really nice to watch with the English commentators because they talk about like the background of the, the Rikishis. And then the channel you showed me, Chris's Sumo, he's been doing like technique breakdowns. 
that's, yeah, like he. Oh, you know, that's the shit I love. That's like that, that's something gets yeah, it gets you hard. That's like Jack Slack, Dan Hardy, all those MMA guys who do great breakdowns of technique, and you can actually mm-hmm. understand like, oh, that's why he pummeled under, or just things like like that stuff. I love. Because then you can watch for all those. Then it just then it doesn't seem like just two big dudes bashing into each other. You can start to watch their their foot uh, movement. There was a really there was like a fifteen minute long match today or something really long. Oh yeah, it was like it was like five or six minutes. And, and it just kept going. And Chris said that after this tournament, he's going to do like a technical breakdown of it, and that mm-hmm. sounds exciting. Yeah, slow motion fat Japanese dudes really get Adam's engine going. They do. Slow, type. slow motion dudes that Jiggle are mostly around. naked in any fighting capacity. <laughs> I almost said any capacity, and then I was like, well, that's not true. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's like once you start seeing kind of what they're doing, it's a, it's a whole different like ball game. Once you just understand how, how much more technical it is. The other thing that uh, the NKH channel does is they tell you which fighting style they preference. It's like a pusher like thruster, and yeah, that's when. And, and HK. What did I say? NKH. Yeah, it's, it's tomato, tomato. Kinda. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck! I had another question for you that wasn't about sumo, but I totally forgot what it was. Oh well. Uh, reminder, everybody: next week is uh, the week. You have one more week to get in your top five albums released in your lifetime uh, list. And by the way, that list, it if you did anything if you did an album or excuse me, if you did a list top five albums released before nineteen ninety, it can't have repeats on it. Mm-hmm. It can't have any best ofs, but it can have live albums so long as the live album was recorded within your lifetime. Correct. Those are the rules. Mm-hmm. They're due next week if you want to have a your list read. Uh, depending on how long it goes, we are we're telling people they can write a short couple sentence, two yeah. or three, uh, that we'll read. But if that starts to go too long, then I'll have to figure something out. Uh, fuck, I wish I could think of the other question that I wanted to ask you. Let's see, Sumo, the Maldives, <laughs> House Home Improvement. That's all I got. Yes, Kibby. It can be a stand-up album. It can be a Jerky Boys album. Uh, it could be a, a Henry Rollins spoken word album. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just has to be released as an album and within your lifetime. Top five within your lifetime. It also, yeah. Obviously, if you want to lie and include albums that aren't your lifetime, I'm not going to like ask for your birthday. It's Jerky Boys. Mitch Hedberg. Yep, Mitch Hedberg. Wait, who's, who's Mitch Hedberg? <laughs> Herberg. Mitch Herberger. Uh, that sounds like a baseball announcer. <laughs> God, my game, Mitch Herberg. It, it sounds like, yeah, Chuck Knobloch's brother. Mm-hmm. Not, not brother, that doesn't make any sense. You could be stepbrothers. <laughs> what if they're stepbrothers? Mitch Herger, I can't do it. Mitch Herberger and Chuck Knobloch. Mm-hmm. Uh, batting after Kirby Puckett. Oh, they're both playing for the Twins. They're, yeah. <laughs> um, 
God damn it. There was something, whatever, I'll let it go. But there was, when yeah. we were talking before the podcast started, I was like, oh, you should ask Dan. And then I was like, no, wait, ask him on the podcast because that'll be fun to talk about. Um, but yeah, other than that, all I've done this week is work a lot at work, Mike. My new bike showed up. Picked that oh, up. Oh, did it? Mm-hmm. Have you gone out for a ride on it yet? Just a little bit around the, the house just to make, just to get the, you know, the, the shit in his shit. You know, you gotta see. What? <laughs> the shit in his shit in his Just give it a shit in his shit in Next week on the podcast, I won't be drinking either. So there will be two podcasts in a row without me drinking. Oh, yeah. I guess you're getting your shot the day after. Yep. And I've heard that drinking can make it worse. Uh, uh, I got or... a uh, specialized Diverge comp. So it's, it's, it's a gravel bike, half a buffer. Um, what? It's a gravel a, bike? It's a one by. Okay. Um, yeah. I, I now have a bike that's permanently inside my house, attached to my uh, my indoor thing, and then I got my my outside bike. Outside bike. So, it's, what does a gravel bike mean? Uh, it's it's a good in between of road and a uh, trail. So you you could do both well. Okay. You can't do both like ex- like you couldn't do really good at mountain biking or really good road racing, but okay. it's a good both. Cool. So the stuff I normally ride basically that'll be fun this summer mm-hmm. i hey nice i've run a few times now i've run three different times the last time i ran i didn't have any like tendon pain which is what i was getting before but the last time i ran i just ran on the track at the high school mm-hmm. so there's this guy uh the track or the one around the like the the one inside because it's right next to the weight room so the there's a guy on youtube that i've recently discovered named jeff nippard uh who i really like uh he's got some great stuff he also i say this with everybody so no in no like not trying to throw shade at jeff nippard but he claims to be like natty like all natural doesn't take any stuff so i like (laughs) he could be i have no idea but Mm -hmm. i like taking advice from him he's just pretty science-based and i I hope he's telling the truth uh, because then he, cause he talks a lot about recovery time being different. I've sure. talked about that before, uh, but he was, he did this whole thing on like, how should you warm up? And he just cites a lot of different articles and science and research that's been done. And basically the ultimate synopsis of it was like, what you should really focus on is literally warming your body up. Uh-huh. Take five minutes to do some light cardio and warm your body up. You mm-hmm. can do like uh, foam rolling on, you know, some stuff to if you're especially if you're doing like big compound lifts, to just make those parts a little more lubricated, a little more flexible. Um, but you don't need to be doing like 20 minutes of warm up. No, I guess what I try and do like I try and do that where it's like if it's it's usually about five and it's if I, the part of the body I'm going to be working the most, I try and kind of just kind of get it moving. Yeah, I've done stretching before, and the only one that really does genuinely help me with stretching is doing it's well, it's two different stretches, but I do it four times because I have two legs. Okay, <laughs> that math adds up. So I was going to say it's four different stretches, but it only takes me 
about two or three minutes to do the whole thing, but it's stretching uh, like my real lower abdominals and my hip flexors okay. for when I do squats or deadlifts. It just sure. it helps my hips move better, I've Makes found. Uh, and then doing squats, I'll, I'll also kind of foam roll my... <laughs> <laughs> humble brag about having two legs uh i'll roll out my my quads before doing squats i've also noticed that that helps it just helps mm-hmm. me get to kind of a, a better depth comfortably but anyways i just did i did a half mile it took me five minutes i did a half mile uh for my warm-up and a half mile for my cool down and i did it mm-hmm. around the track and had like no, the next few days I didn't have any tendon pain or ankle pain or knee pain from running. So I don't know if it makes a difference that I was just running on flat level ground the whole time and wasn't, you know, when you run outside, you kind of go up and down little hills and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I did the very, you know, the very next day I had weird shingle sensations on Monday. So who knows? Maybe I shouldn't run. I really, I want to run again this summer. I mean, jump roping is so much more efficient. If you're talking about, it'll be interesting. Like cutting, cutting a knife through this conversation. It'll be interesting to see if the calorie thing is what brings it on. Right. Because like, I haven't changed. I haven't changed anything in my diet. You can cut through my conversation. I do it to you all the time. <laughs> uh, I haven't changed anything in my diet drastically. I did have one thought that last year this would be the weirdest fucking thing. Last year. One of my teachers who I helped out at the end of the year brought me a jar of jam. Okay. Okay. And then we broke into it. I I don't know the timeline on the first jar of jam, Mm -hmm. but we broke into it. And then presumably a few weeks after that, because it was in the summer, Mm -hmm. I got shingles. And there would be no reason for this teacher to bring it to me in the middle of summer. Mm -hmm. And I got shingles at the beginning of summer. So... This teacher, I just, her note said, thanks for helping me out of a jam. And she gave me jam. I helped her out of a jam and she gave me jam. Mm -hmm. And I just recently cracked it open and started eating it. And I was like, what if it's that fucking jam? What if there's some sort of weird, like if whatever pectin she's using or something Uh makes me have some (laughs) kind of a response that turns out to be shingles or like shingles or, I mean... It'd be really weird if it wasn't shingles and it's only on the one side of my body. Do you think she secretly hates you and is like infecting it with shingles? She could. I could see her be like, she's very nice, but I could also see her being devious. Okay. Okay. Um, But yeah, it'd be interesting to see if it's just, I think it's just taking the calories too far. Like I did on the weekend where I was just like, and the other thing is I have no, Weird pectin. I want a weird pectin shirt. <laughs> weird pectin. Yeah, Mike, have a blabber. Write that one down. Weird pectin. Add to the list. And it goes over your pecs. Weird pectin. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> that's really dumb. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, like I was saying. Like we went to my nephew's birthday party on Saturday or Sunday and it was just cheese pizza, which is great. But I was like, I don't want to eat cheese pizza because I want to have ice cream tonight. So I just didn't eat lunch. Mm -hmm. And then when we got home, I ate a quick lunch that was like carrots, some cottage cheese and a protein shake. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Like that was it. And it's mm-hmm. a real, it's the whey protein, clear protein, which is like, it's just 20 grams of protein. There's nothing else in it. So, and then on Sunday, you know, I didn't eat a lot on Sunday either for reasons. And then I went and did a bunch of deadlifts uh, and actually hit like a deadlift PR. Uh, and deadlift is supposed to be really tax. I think it's supposed to be the most taxing exercise on your central nervous system because it just takes so much muscle recruitment to do deadlifts. And as far as I know, sh- shingles is it's an infection in your nervous system, which is yep. why it only happens on one side of your body. So that's my best guess is like I just I a didn't have enough calories in me for my body to be, you know, rebuilding after leg day on Friday, and you know, keeping my immune system up and running. Mm -hmm. And then I didn't have enough calories on Sunday and did a bunch of deadlifts and just taxed my central nervous system even more. Like that's, that's my best guess. Cause it's like Friday. I did a, I did a good set on Friday and then I ate a lot on Friday night cause ice cream, but then because we were just so busy on Saturday, I didn't eat enough. That's my best guess. Anyway, it's, it's not, it's not a horrible, you know, like it—it's the only thing that you can say 100% besides weird jam, is that weird pectin. That, that's between yeah, weird pectin. That's between the two is uh, is is the calorie thing. So it'd be, it'd be interesting to see if like if there actually was a correlation between that. I don't get your comment, Jevin. He says, "See phantom shingles." I don't actually know that it's shingles either, because that was what the nurse asked me on the phone was. Well, do you have any like rashes? Do you have any signs of the shingles? And I was like, no, there's nothing. I I looked this morning. I made my wife look, mm-hmm. and so then I went home. Your, your son looked. Made your daughter look. I went home after talking to her and looked, and it was like, yeah, there's nothing. So that made me feel a little better. Uh yeah. I say it, it could also be a hundred percent psychosomatic this time. Yeah, we also one of the things that this is kind of a a weird thing to say, but we learned about somebody we know passed away suddenly mm-hmm. uh like and that it was jarring for me uh and it, it just helped me get perspective of like yeah this is inconvenient but it's not like really that big of a deal and like i know it i'm sad but do you get what i'm saying it was like at mm-hmm. the same time it, it just made me less upset about this because it was like boy that's that's truly upsetting mm-hmm this is just inconvenient. Like I'm just, I shouldn't be this upset about this. And it really did. It just helped me kind of go like, okay, let's reset and just put it out of my mind. And I was able to put it, you know, somewhat out of my mind then mm-hmm. um, after that. What was I saying before you cut my conversation in half with your knife? I don't even remember. About warming up? No. No, it was running. Running, yes. Yeah, because I really, like, I don't want to do as much running as I was trying to do last year, but I like running. I like it's. I like running outside. I just don't want to get sore ankles and knees from it. No, nothing gets a Dan more Bricked. sweaty than, like, it's 97 degrees out. It feels so and good. And I'm trying to run to, like, it's... I, it's it, it has to be good for me, right? It can't be terrible that I'm like I don't know sweating out gallons of jump roping is far more bang for your buck. Uh hey, as, still, though, fuck that. as far as calories go, I think you could probably I don't know what I it'd be interesting to see science on it. Is jump rope more uh muscle recruitment or is running more muscle recruitment? 
I got to imagine it's running. Yeah, I, I think so. Look, there, there's more. Um, there's more, more mechanics more going movement on. in your bones and stuff. So yeah. yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be running. But as far as if you're just looking for a straight calorie burn, it's jump rope. Hands that's, down. Where like, that's where I like my bike because I can go fucking hard for like 30, 40 minutes and just, you know, 30, 40, 50, <laughs> hour and a half. I don't know. Uh, and just see a lovely, a lovely calorie number at the end. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I like that with jump rope because that was the other, oh, oh, that was the other thing I I was doing last week is on my off days. So Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday, I came home, threw my chicken in the air fryer and I, my, I do the, (laughs) I do the air fryer on my chicken for 20 minutes and then I'd strap my heart rate monitor on and I do 15 minutes of jump rope. Now, mm-hmm. Amber thought the other day, she thought I was doing 15 minutes of solid jump rope. And I swear I've clarified this before, but I want to clarify it. I'm not jumping rope for 15 minutes because Amber was like, I do like a minute of jump roping and I'm so tired. <laughs> and I was like, my cardio would be insane. I'd be oh, like your, legs, a, your legs would be... I'd be no. a fucking athlete. Yeah. So I do really easy. I just want a little... I just want the heart benefits of doing cardio. Mm-hmm. And the body benefits of getting the blood pumping through your body. And then the calorie burn is like a cool side effect. So I do 35 seconds on, 45 seconds off. Mm-hmm. And if you're doing the math, that doesn't quite add up. I end up doing it for just under five minutes. Uh, and then I do 90 seconds off. And then I do another set of that, 90 seconds off, and another set of that. Sure. But I did that every day last week, which after I get my shot... I'm going to do again, but I'm just mm-hmm. like, I'm going to take it easy mm-hmm. until I get my shot. And then I'll, but like doing 15 minutes of jump rope like that is not that hard. It's just, it's just a calorie burn. And if I wasn't eating enough calories and burning extra calories, it would just lend itself to my theory. Yeah. I think I'm going to try and go for, uh, I don't Saturday or Sunday this week, a, uh, like two hour, maybe bike. So like, I don't know. I, 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 the better than being something like 30 miles or something like that. Uh, I, I've done those a couple times. Where are you going to bike to? Oh, it's just inside. It's probably around London, England. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you were, were going to take your new bike out for a no, second. I, I don't, it, it's too, it's, it's, I think it's still be a little too chilly for me to go that far. You're a pussy. You're from Canada. I might do, oh man, I, I've never been good with, <laughs> It was the same thing when I played hockey. Um, I've gotten better about breathing. Where I used to breathe a lot when I would run and things like through my mouth, and it would like it would it would hurt my throat because it'd be so cold that I would like hurt my throat. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, the the, the, the bicycler half blapper says it's gonna be too windy to ride. Oh, no, so me I and Javin taking the advice. Too chilly. Okay. Yeah. No, <laughs> um. But yeah, it's a uh, crazy. Yeah, like, like, like the last time I did it, I think it was like twelve hundred calories, something like stupid like that. It's just like nice. I didn't. I can't eat enough food today. Do like, it. <laughs> it's, it's so it's insane. I still today. Let me tell you everything I've eaten. I we have a lot of people listening, and we're gonna bore them all. But I don't care. Oh, yeah. I like talking to you. <laughs> uh, okay. 
So my breakfast was a slice of multigrain bread and an egg. My lunch was a bag of protein chips, uh, two slices of bread, and a bunch of uh, like chicken thigh mixed with a little bit of mayo on a sandwich with some mixed greens. I made myself like a chicken sandwich. My dinner was three eggs, mm-hmm. uh, 41 grams of pork belly, <clears throat> uh, a bowl of two different cereals combined, <laughs> Goline peanut butter cereal and seven days real berry cereal, which seven days is they have like high protein, low fat cereals, uh, and then a protein drink. And I still have almost a thousand calories that I have to eat. Like when, when you eat healthy, when it's not like Girl Scout cookies and, you know, uh, like big things of pasta with a bunch of heavy whipping cream and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like hard to get to 2000. I'm, I'm not at 2000. I ate all that and I'm at 1600. So yeah, it's like if you're biking and you want to eat 1200 calories, unless you're just going to order another deep dish pizza. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> which maybe I will. Maybe I'll get deep which, dish pizza that day. It's even harder right now when I'm trying to pay attention to like my macros too, to how much protein carbs and fat i have because mm-hmm. one of the easy way to bump your calories up is to eat fat but like because i had pork belly with dinner my i'm almost out of like my fat macro mm-hmm. but i definitely have to eat after this i think i'm gonna have like a peanut butter and jelly english muffin or something like that but now with pam's jelly i'm not risking it oh shit i said her name don't do it i'm not having her jelly i i had a I had a donut and a coffee this morning. Um, a, a Western bagel sandwich from Brugger's for lunch. Oh, Brugger's, okay. Um, Do you go and, to the Woodbury Brugger's or is there a, a Brugger's in uh, Seagrove? I only have one school in Seagrove. I mean, I'm, I, I'm, I'm usually Fuck, in That's right. I forget that. Uh, and then... Uh, 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 like a, like an oven pizza for for dinner. It's as like, a, it's like as opposed to like as opposed to like what that. other kind of pizza? Like not like a delivery. It's it's, it's a DiGiorno. Oh yeah, okay. it, it's not actually a DiGiorno, but it's. <laughs> I was like an oven pizza. What do you mean? like? A, I guess you could probably. Me and Donnie and Matt used to eat these shitty microwave Tostinos pizzas. Oh yeah, those those little circles just soggy. We loved mm-hmm. them though. Eat a bunch of them. Um. Yeah. Did you know we don't know how the nose works? <laughs> what? We don't know. We don't know how smell works. What are you talking all? about? I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm doing. I'm doing an amazing segue <laughs> into I, us not knowing how the nose works. <laughs> why? Why do we have ears, nose, and throat doctors? We don't know how smell works. I'll. I'll, I'll, I'll do that. We don't know why smell does what it does. Where did you hear this? On a podcast this week. Because uh, like they're, you know, they can train dogs to smell bombs, cancer, drugs, cancer, disease, and they they want to know how that works. Yeah. So so they can just build a robotic nose to do the same thing. Well, all those dogs would be out of a job. Got to put them out to pasture. Uh, <laughs> but so they, they they have a like a like a, a broad understanding of how smell works and how our our nose does what it does. There's like a tr- there's like trillions of smells, but there's only like four hundred 
like receptors, so they're not quite sure how it takes all those smells and makes them smell the way they do. Cross references them. Who knows? How many? How uh, can you make trillions of connections between the different the four hundred receptors? No, because I think it has something to do with shapes, like in like the shape of the smell. Weird. What? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but there, it can't make enough shapes. <clears throat> so what they started, what the what this guy did is he he started with the the idea of I need to make. I want to make a robotic nose that can do what a dog does, but I <laughs> don't want it, I don't want it to just get overwhelmed with all of, like all the smells and things that are happening in the world and not be able to tell the difference between like like find the thing I want to find. And so they basically started with the answer and they're trying to work their way backwards. So like he's taught it to find a scent, like a thing, and it's and he's trying to teach it have it that be like as the machine learn how to tell the difference between other smells now and so that it can slowly build out its repertoire and be able to tell you exactly what it's smelling in a thing of, in like a whole sea of smells. Um, and then they could work backwards from that to fill in the gap of maybe how does our brain do it? That's crazy. So, but like, like the crazy thing is like, so dogs can smell COVID. Like that's like, like they've, they've trained some dogs to smell COVID, like that sort of stuff. Like, imagine how easy it would be to have, like, a smelling device at, like, the airport that, outside of, like, smelling for drugs or weapons, could smell for disease, could smell for, like, it's, it's, it's like, it's, it's weird that, like, a dogs being able to smell this stuff so easily could make testing for it, like, there's no more, like, intrusive swabs, like, they could just smell you and, and you would know, and they would know if you have COVID, like, Futurama got everything right, man. Yeah, to like almost like absolute certainty. Like that's insane. <laughs> uh, that's, but yeah, so dogs, I don't dogs do this crazy thing. So they that th- we don't know how he thinks they think that if they teach it how to smell a different smell, that by mapping the difference between them, they can figure out how our yeah, noses so, do it. Yeah, so they're basically starting with the machine, and the machine is going to teach them how they got there. So, so they're hoping they can work backwards from once they have a, like a functioning machine that does the stuff to a perfect degree and can smell things and that hopefully they can take that and fill in the gap of, okay, like how does our brain do it? Like, why does our brain think this thing smells like soap? Why does this, why does our brain think this thing smells like pepper? Man, that's, that's bizarre. I'm sorry. I'm just starting to think like how much of that is dependent because don't they always say like one of the senses that's the most connected to your reptilian brain is your sense of smell? That I don't know. Like how much of that is just built into us from birth? I wonder. Oh, oh, I'm sure. I'm sure all of it is like it's, you know, like I'm sure certain smell is inherited or certain reaction to smell is inherited like smoke for fire, things like that. Like I'm sure like that sort of stuff is kind of ingrained in our dna but how does our brain know what that smells like and so it's like, it's like taking this connection from your nose to your brain and like figuring out how it can tell the difference between so many different smells wait how far behind is javin he just said good seagull <laughs> he did not say seagull at all <laughs> he just did your is that how behind our stream is no, I, I, I'm, I'm guessing he's just, he, he was just loving what I was saying so much. He was he just so, so enraptured. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Man, I don't understand how you don't listen to the We Have Concerns. You just don't like those two? I forgot it came back, honestly. Didn't you once tell me, though, that you just like kind of didn't like their rapport or something? Was that you? I don't think so, because okay. I, I came in near the end of it. I could also see uh, Anthony Carboni bugging Javin, but I don't know for sure. I feel like well, I brought, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm I brought a Jeff Kanata guy for sure. Carboni yeah. can suck it, but yeah, everybody is going to love Je- Jeff Kanata. But I also love Anthony Carboni. But I can see Carboni like really rubbing people the wrong way. Man, that is the best podcast in the world. If you don't listen to We Have Concerns, Gold, it's I love that podcast. Um, but yeah, it just reminds me of things they would talk about where they're going to build a machine to smell COVID. Yeah, it, like it, it's crazy. Like, yeah, like, like once once that machine gets good enough, and like you you may you may still need a dog there first to like train a dog to smell this thing, and then and then have the machine smell it as well to cross reference. Like, okay, so so the dogs are picking up on the scent on this. Now we need to train our our robotic nose to to smell the same thing that the dog is smelling. Um, but then yeah, like then it could. Then when you have, you know, if you're trying to test for certain diseases that come out of nowhere, like like COVID, um, if you just have to walk by a machine and it'll tell you if you have it or not, that's insane. Yeah, that would also be have to be like a big agreement between countries too, where like you have to filter them through the smell smellotron before they get on the plane. So you're or even to- like kids, or like kids coming into school in the morning. Yeah. Like if it, like it's like they when they walk through the door, they just walk by the machine. It's like. Billy, we're gonna walk you over here. Your mom's gonna come pick you up. We think you're sick. Get out of here, kid. <laughs> uh, I liked Jevin's question. Is it limited to smell? Do they want to like what senses do we? Because we have cameras, but that's not the same as sight, is it? Technically, like is you, it? You could, you could you could give a blind person sight with cameras if you knew how to like if you knew how to connect to their brain. That seems like a damn fact. Uh, that's the way I that's that's the way I picture it. Like if <laughs> if if you if you put two Logitech webcams, um, that's tech. That's technically sight. What? Okay. Do they have? Do they have anything that knows how to f- that know- <laughs> knows how to feel? Yeah, like that knows what textures. Do you they, feel? They, they, they're one of the the hardest kind of learning curves with like robotic limbs for the last. Like the last two decades, yeah, is is knowing pressures, and and that's in that sort of like sensory, um, sensory input. Yeah, like could a robot? That, yeah, could a robot, robot has to do it also being able to connect it into your nervous system? Basically, could could you touch something and say like, well, that's sandpaper? If you were blindfolded, or would you? Oh, you, you would have to guess. You would have to be like, I think that's sandpaper. Yeah, like I might I might not know the exact thing, but I would know the feeling. Yeah, like if I like, gave if I gave you a sheet like a big thick brick of plastic, makes me rubbing on sandpaper. If I gave you a thick sheet of like hard plastic and mm-hmm. put it down in front of you, you'd be like, I don't know. You wouldn't be able to tell me like it's plastic versus like mm-hmm. it's a granite countertop. The weight would give it away. No, you don't. You're not holding it. Oh, I'm just like touching it. Yeah. Do one of these. That's what I'm saying. So our our sense of touch isn't even that great, but yeah, it's our pressure then. Yeah, I think we work as a unit for a lot of that stuff where it's like it's what does that mean? sight sight smell like sight smell Meal. smell taste touch 
fountain, fountain Coke challenge. Can we tell the difference and tell you which Coke is from which place? I forgot all about that. When we're back in person, we can have somebody oh, set it up. That's literally give me the that that'll have to be the first movie night. Will be the Fountain Coke. Challenge. Oh, that was a movie night thing. The first thing that we have to do when we're back is do the t-shirt ripping. I don't even remember what that was. Was it that I claimed I could do it no problem? I can't remember. What was the thing that I was like, it was something where I was like, that's, what are you talking about? That's not hard. Yeah, I can't, uh, but I was, I'm pretty sure it was that I said I could rip a t-shirt off, no problem. And everybody's like, oh, I don't think you could. Well, I, 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 I thought it was going to be, I thought it was going to be easier than we thought it was going to be. Cause like I could do it too. I think my whole thing was that I couldn't start here and rip the whole t-shirt because it stretches when you rip it. That I'd, that I would, I would need multiple rips, but I could rip the whole thing. That's the that's the whole Colin conundrum. <clears throat> like he, he doesn't grab and rip the whole thing. He grab rips yeah. and then he starts doing this to get the rest of it. Like like he's not just ripping it straight away. Like it's it's a this stuff. Like he's he's all he also kind of goes back to finish the job. Yeah, or you have a really deep V, and then you can rip. Yeah, but, but then you're starting like way down here. But yeah, Javin, that's why I got the home gym. I just wanted to be able to. <laughs> to rip the t-shirt off i can't remember what that whole dumb argument was about if schwa was here i feel like he would be able to remember what it wasn't important that's for sure mm -hmm. i think i think it i don't know if you were i can't, I can't exactly remember because it, it doesn't seem like it'd be that hard but yeah they're doing it all in but one there was some stupid there was some stupid argument about it that sounds like us that's exactly us. What's the what's the thing that Robo came up with? No, I'd like to argue about this. I'm not interested in seeing someone rip a shirt off who earned that ability through hard work and discipline. Oh, Schwad is here. I just remember that it would be funny to watch you guys struggle to rip shirts. I wouldn't struggle. I could rip this shirt off right now, except for we get banned on Twitch because I can't show you my nips. Can't also, do it. also, I like this Barrel Theory shirt. It's got pocket. Look at that little pocket. Put my lighter in there. Little pocket. Dan abbreviated pocket. Um, maybe I remembered. No, not really. Uh, no, I don't want to get banned. What is this? I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know if Big Jay's just watching anymore, but he just sent me a funny text. Um, I was going to say, I need a, I need a new show that I can watch on lunch, Dan, because I watched all of, uh, whatever that banana show is on HBO that everybody <laughs> needs to go watch. Banana show. Bum, 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 bum. How to do things with John. Lasseter. What is that show called? Uh, HBO How Max. to? Is it just called how to? It's, it's how to with. Um, and, and his name is in the title. All I can um, think of is John Oliver, but I know that's not it. Let's see here. Uh, originals. A to Z. John H. Wilson. Thank you. How to with John Wilson. I watched all that. Uh, you can do Ted Lasso. I, well, that's the thing. Is I started Ted Lasso today. And the first episode w got several big little big blurts of laughter like huh uh 
why are you turning on phone? Or just say Ted Lasso. It's like, would you like to watch another episode of Ted Lasso? Shut up, phone. Uh, <laughs> but that's a show I want to watch with Amber. I can tell right away. Yeah. Like that show. You is, would both enjoy it. It's funny and it's lovable and it seems like it's going to be very heartfelt. So mm-hmm. that's the show I want to watch with her. Man, there was a joke. I'm not going to – it will not be funny, so I'm not going to explain it. But there was a joke, like a like a castaway – a throwaway joke too mm-hmm. on New Girl that had me wheezing. I had to stop the show because I couldn't, I couldn't watch it. It was – it's one of the – dumbest jokes i've ever heard and this line is delivered so perfectly and it's like so casual mm-hmm. oh man i wish i could explain the joke but that show that show it's it's got like bipolar writers because <laughs> it's got writers that like they'll write really cringy bad episodes that like aren't mm-hmm. that good and then there'll be these episodes where like Amber and I are dying laughing it's so weird like just how desperate disparate they can be but man it's one of the funniest lines in a show i've seen in a long time like i can't remember the last it's the last one that probably made me like have to stop from laughing so hard was uh uh Silicon Valley. And that one was cracking me up, but it, it broke Amber. The joke in Silicon Valley. Oh, bird watching. Bird watching. That one destroyed Amber. I think that's the hardest I've ever seen Amber laugh was that bird watching joke in Silicon Valley. But yeah, like New Girl was not a show I expected to like as much as I do, but I really like that show. And this one dumb line was just I don't know. It would, if it had not been delivered so perfectly, it wouldn't have been funny. But it was like it was all about the delivery of it and how this totally insane thing this character like just shrugs off. I don't know. But yeah, Ted Lasso was uh, Ted Lasso got me several times. I watched the first fifteen minutes uh, while I ate my chicken sandwich, and then I watched the last fifteen minutes before my wife and kids got home. Thanks, free Apple Plus. Yeah. I'll watch more of that show for sure. All right. Should we do Rob's Random? Sure. You read it. Okay. Rob's Random could go either way. I feel like it might generate conversation. Or it might just be that everybody agrees. And uh, that's that. So, I got to look it up. Sorry. The way Rob's random topic works is that uh, Dan and I have a friend, Rob. Once a week, we text him demanding a random topic. The rule of Rob's random topic is first thought, best thought. So that just means whatever thought comes into Rob's head first is what he has to send us. He doesn't get to curate a list or think of things ahead of time. Uh, Now I got to vamp until Dan gets back. Delaware. We're in Delaware. I'm going to get my second bubbly water out. Oh, uh, let's see. Next week we do the music list. That's that's one that I don't need to drink for because those are so fun on their own. Uh, although this has been fun. 
I just I usually feel like I have a good a better time if I have a beer or two with me. Uh, next week is the music list. How long is this pee, Dan? And then uh, the week after that is whiskey cast. What kind of whiskey should we drink? Whiskey cast, if you don't know, is uh, it's going to be the first podcast that Dan and I are going to be doing in person since the quarantine started. Oh, I'm going to total wine. Two weeks, total wine. Maybe we should buy buying something. Maybe we should ask the guys at uh, private sector. Although I think they're, I think they'll probably, they'll probably make us drink a bourbon. Uh, yeah, I was going to say I think Brett likes bourbon, and I don't really like bourbon. I want a scotch maybe, or a whiskey. Know, maybe, maybe, maybe their high level bourbon is is is, is something that I am unaware of. That's a really good point, but I don't want to buy a whole bottle of it. I'd rather have like Brett feed me some of it. That's true. We should just go to his house and do his podcast. We should do that. He did bring it up again at the at the burger thing. He's like, "When we do the podcast, I'm, I'm like, you talk to Adam. He's my he's my <laughs> scheduler." Bone, bone in yogurt. Bone in yogurt. Oh, it's one of the one of the best things I've ever said in my life. Uh, um, I've yeah, said a lot of great things. Once we have our shots, I'm I'm down for going over there whenever. And we can set this rig up to go on the road, or they can come over into my messy ass basement. I literally, I do have to clean my basement before you come here, Dan. <laughs> I think I'm gonna get. Oh, ready. I I can't spend so much time on the first movie night. Like, I don't live in squalor, but there's just time bothered to clean up because like yeah. I don't I don't even make this look any good. Nope, my basement. <laughs> uh, I was I was doing a really good job of cleaning my basement when we first went into quarantine. And I had like I had to be down here all the time, and I couldn't stand it being messy. But now it's like, uh, no, you don't. I. <laughs> but right now it's like I come down. Me and Amber come down for an hour or two at night to watch some TV, and then I come down to do the podcast, and I work out down here. Like I'm not, I just don't. I'm not down here all day every day, so I'm, I haven't put any emphasis in cleaning it. But mm-hmm. I want to take this rug out of here because it gets pushed all around and. I don't know what I'm going to do with this big coffee table either. Pretty soon I'll be able to move the weightlifting stuff upstairs. RRT. What is this? Put stuff in the dryer. I already did that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Do that. Um, okay. Rob's random topic this week. Besides spike ball, what is the best yard game? You go first. All right, podcast is over. Night, guys. Spike ball. Spike ball it is. Spike ball. Um, spike ball is. Played... We can all agree, spike ball is the best yard game. Yes. If I if I don't want to run around run around like an idiot though, if you're um, old and feeble, the, the one that we play. Uh, well, there's two we play all the time now at the cabin. Um, we play bags. I wonder if you'll name mine. Bags is a good one. And we play Can Jam. Can Jam, I don't think I'd like Can Jam without Wall of Beef there. <laughs> can Jam made that game. Or uh, Wall, Wall of Beef made that game. I forget who my partner was at, at Rob's bachelor party, but we, we, we just like ran a table where we just kept like we just kept like crushing people. Like I don't know, but Dude, I don't know. It's a fun game. It'll just never be as good without Wall of Beef, in my opinion. I do love Okay. Yeah, I okay, that's what that that's my answer, Coob. I do love Coob. Coob Coob is great. I no one no one else I know owns Coob except for except for Schwat. Um 
and bocce. If there's a bocce set at a cabin that we that we rent, then we might play bocce. Uh, and we'll usually play um, like all around the house bocce, where it's just everybody gets a ball and someone just chucks the pamino somewhere on the yard, and then it's just like you just try and get close, and whoever's not close just gets kicked out. And we basically just play elimination bocce. I have to sleep outside with the mosquitoes. Yeah. What is cups? I think I only ever played cups once in uh, River so, Falls. Cups is two pieces of like basically rebar with a cup on top. Um, you're either trying to get that sounds dangerous. Yeah, you're either, you're either trying to get the frisbee directly through the middle without touching, or you're trying to get it to hit one of the bars and knock a cup off. Okay. But if a guy catches a cup, they get points. I don't remember. I just remember being blasted. I think that was the night that Jeff boxed Matias too. Like they put on boxing gloves. Am I remembering that night <laughs> right? I was just I was pretty lit. It was in River Falls. Um, uh, but Coob is my answer. Unless so, mine is a tie between Coob and Bags. If okay. I haven't, if it's if it's like I'm on my first beer, mm-hmm. and I don't have to set Coob up, and you're mm-hmm. there to re-explain the rules to me, <laughs> it's Coob. That game is very fun. But if I'm on like my third or fourth beer. Then it's bags because bags mm. is like stand there. You can you're just standing there. No, you know what? I'm changing my answer. It's bags over Coob for me because bags is like you're just standing there talking shit, drinking beer, throwing, it's, it's literally, throwing we, bags around. Yeah. When we were in our younger years, when we first started playing bags at the cabin. Like, we, like one year we had twelve people there, and it was so we just had literally like three games going for two days straight, and like we were to the point where like we were we were getting too good at bags where like we were playing like these crazy like waterfall rules where it's like if someone drains all three of them, everybody has to drink until like, like you start drinking until like <laughs> people got very drunk playing, <laughs> playing bags. My favorite memory of playing, whoops, I just unplugged my headphones. I can't hear myself. There we go. My favorite memory of playing bags is uh, when we, when Amber and I lived on grand Avenue our apartments mm-hmm. were, it was basically all people like us who were like mm-hmm. mid to late 20s. And it was just this kind of like, I don't know, it's kind of this party building, but not at the same time. Like everybody, I don't know, whatever, it doesn't matter. But uh, during the summer, the guys upstairs who there were, I mean, it was funny because their Wi Fi was named the guys upstairs and they were just the guy, there were three guys that all lived together upstairs. They would bring bags down and put them on the sidewalk out in front of the place the apartment building and everybody would just like drink and hang out and throw bags. Uh, and I always remember, I thought it was cool that cops didn't bug us. Cause you're like, we were clearly just standing on the street drinking beer, not in the mm-hmm. street, but on the sidewalk, which I don't think you're allowed to do. It's not legal. No, but they never like they're you're just some kids playing mm-hmm. bags. Uh, but that was very fun. Uh, and then uh, I, have, I have good memories of playing. I didn't play bags really, but at uh, Habib Lapper's bachelor party, I was just I was just having a good time, just chilled out with some beer, talking to people while they were playing bags. If if you have five plus friends and you're looking to like make bags hurt more, become slightly more dangerous. Um, for a few years, we played murder bags, and you had. <gasps> You would have like a goalie stand behind the board, um, and then you would have like a person on each side, 
and you're just whipping bags as hard as you could at the other board, trying to get him to go in. And so you're just like th- you're just like trying to slap him away and trying to like take a bag to the face. <laughs> And then you would score and you would all you know, murder. Yeah, it's it's what you do. It's like pe- it's like playing pelt. Exactly. Like when you're gonna play, take a beat back in the head. Hacky sack gets a little too boring. You play yeah. you play pelt. Yeah, you play murder bags. Um uh, Walla Beef and Rolo also said my other answer, which was croquet. At my dad's house we had a croquet set and we played that a lot. Croquet is fun. Mm-hmm. And croquet is that's the best game when you're old and feeble. Yeah, it, it's it's golf for even more decrepit people <laughs> or shuffleboard. Uh, mm-hmm. I've only ever played shuffleboard. Like there was the shuffleboard at Rob's uh, wedding. Mm-hmm. Remember in the room we got ready in? Were you there? Mm-hmm. God, my brain. Yeah, I was there. I was in that wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All I, all I remember is the shuffleboard. Uh, but that like that game is very fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 I like the table version more. Yeah. Uh, I've never pl- I've only ever played the table version. Yeah, the table version is the, the, the better game. It's one of the one of the best bar games I think I think that exists is uh, is that. Oh yeah, playing but, that at a bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Big J. I was says I was going to say I don't drink enough for your. You don't drink enough. You don't drink at all for yard games. Really, the most fun I have in yards is blowing stuff up. Uh, we have fun in your yard during the summer. Kids run around. We just get to chill and talk. Oh, I might be going on a road trip this weekend with Big J. I don't know yet. Oh, so I remember my weird like yard game aside. My uh. We were back in Canada one summer, and my brother had just had like a his like yearly golf tournament with his, with his buddies, where they go they play golf and they go to like a a cabin on one of the Great Lakes. Um, and so like we went up there to like hang out, like have a couple beers with them that night. And like one of the guys had like this huge red line across his stomach because like so there's a horseshoe pit and they were playing <laughs> they were playing football and he dove and he. Oh. Like, no! He, yeah, he hit the horseshoe thing, and it just scraped him along his stomach. At least it didn't like, go through that, him. That, that's the thing. Like that—that that was this close to being like Jesus. Yeah. That's terrifying. Oh yeah. oh yeah. Wish you hadn't told me that story. Well, just don't play. Just don't play baseball or uh, football in a, in a horseshoe pit. Horseshoes is fun though. Horseshoes is a great game. That's the one that. That's the one we forgot. Yeah, it, horseshoes I, is the original bags. Oh, it's the it's the OG of uh, bags or cornhole or yeah, because like like lawn darts is just a weak ass version of horseshoes. Amber, we don't have to sort this out on the podcast, but I got to figure out what I'm going to work out on Sunday then. Because you got to go to. I got to drive to Duluth with Big J on Saturday, and then I'm pretty sure Amber has to drive to Duluth on Sunday. So I got to figure out. When to go to the gym on Sunday? I might have to. Ugh, I might have to wake up early on Sunday to go. That'd be dumb. I'll sleep in for you. Don't worry. I hate that. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's hard to make like an exact ranking. Like I'm more of a. I'll play the yard game that's out there. Did you ever do? Yeah, you'll play any game. <laughs> like Can Jam, I could take it or leave it. Uh. 
I, I mean, bags is nice. I'd like to have something to do. Cups. I don't remember cups at all. I remember. Cups, cups I remember because people are fucking pitching frisbees at shit. If like you can, you can get, you can take a fucking frisbee to like the like the shit. The jugular. Yeah, yeah. I remember uh, playing at the the OG party house, the Eagle Valley party house, the Mike Jeff mm-hmm. and Nick one. Mm-hmm. Uh, playing flip cup a lot. That game mm-hmm. was fun. Flip mm-hmm. cup is very fun, but also very drunk. Yeah. Oh, yes. That, that's that's one of the one Man, of the key features of that game. That was another awesome time where we lived like a block away. Oh yeah. From party house. Mm-hmm. So you could just get smashed, and then every time I had to walk by the the communal pool, and I was like, oh, I want to. I should just jump in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember one time Ryan Quarter, because Ryan Quarter also lived there, and they had a party, but it was in the dead of winter. And it was like, well, we it's only like two blocks away, but we're still not going to drive. So then we had to walk home in just the brutal, awful cold. Mm-hmm. Drunk as fuck. Yeah, I don't have too much more to say about yard games. I played a lot of, uh, or not a lot of, I, I remember really liking and wishing that it would have gotten set up more when I was a kid, the slip and slide. Mm-hmm. But it only ever got set up like a handful of times. And I think it's because the slip and slide just ruins your lawn. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Um, my, my parents must not have cared about their lawn. Like, we used to play this thing called Hotbox. Oh, Hotbox as, is awesome. Um, as, as sports kids would know. Because, uh, yeah, like, it's literally just, you're just basically not, trying to, like, keep someone in between two bases. I'm not even or, a sports kid, bases. but I played a ton of hot box because that game is fucking that's a blast of a game it's oh, yeah. fun we, 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 whatever position you're in it's fun we ruined some lawns because we would if it, after it rained we would be we would love to play because you could like literally like slide from base to base like you yeah. just like take a step and go this like this like rocket across the lawn but yeah that must have just, just destroyed it there'd be no, there'd be no lawn left we point. played so where i did daycare uh for the longest time behind her house was just undeveloped mm-hmm. and so we would just play hot box there and that like if you have three four five kids mm-hmm. it's great because even if you have five it's like two you can be taking a break and doing other stupid shit mm-hmm. but yeah if you have three kids there isn't a single like being the runner is fun and then either, being either person on base is fun that's a really fun one yeah, it's it's weird because that also translates into that being one of the most exciting things that happens in baseball when a runner gets caught in between two bases and and, and like and like the, and like the like the 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 base like the two basemen are like kind of running running closer to him like I'm gonna touch you I'm gonna throw it like it's 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 the same game you play when you're kids but like but like thirty year old dudes are like <laughs> it's, are doing it for real. It's also a great game to like learn because you. If you play that game long enough, you're just going to lose a bunch and win a bunch. Mm-hmm. And so it's a great game to learn how to be like fine with losing and not an asshole with winning. Oh yeah, like you're going to get thrown out. Yeah, but if you get the ba- if you get to the base, don't be a dick. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember one time my dad and stepmom got really mad at us. Uh, and this is one of those things where, like, I'm, I so don't want to do this to my kids, but it's the, what is wrong with you? What were you thinking? You're like, I don't, I didn't know this was a bad thing to do. I'm 12. 12? 12. 
So on one side of our yard, we had a, we had a fence around the whole yard, but on one side there was like just a regular gate that you could go in and out of. And then on the other side, there was like a, a gate that you could swing open, but you had to like take it off with tools. So if you wanted to get oh. like, if you wanted to get like a little uh, bobcat back there or something, that was the sure. way you would go in. But it wasn't like that part didn't come off with just a little latch. Like you had to go and take a part of it apart. And anyways, they had taken a part of it apart for whatever reason. But then they hadn't put it back on. And I don't really remember, but Donnie and I, somehow we got, we brought cardboard back there. And it was like on a steep part of our our yard. Mm -hmm. And so we would run and dive onto the cardboard and like shoot down the hill. And it, yeah, it was so fun. And then, but when you got to the bottom, you'd wipe out because it would just all of its momentum would lose, and you'd go flying off the cardboard. Mm-hmm. But we like ripped the hell out of the grass, and they got so mad at us. And I just remember getting this lecture of like, "What's wrong with you? What were you thinking? Why would you just destroy the lawn like that?" And I can remember being a kid like, "I didn't. Uh, what are you talking about? It's just grass." Yeah, exactly. A, it's grass. Like, <laughs> like I didn't know that was a thing to care about. I guess I'm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Instead, like, I want to keep that in mind so badly as a parent. Of like, mm-hmm. you gotta calm. Like, I know you're annoyed that now you have to go work on your whatever, but you gotta explain to him like, well, this is why I don't want you to do this because it destroys the grass. And then when the grass isn't there, it's it mu- or what it, you know whatever your reasoning is. Uh but yeah, that that I remember up until getting in trouble for it, it was super fun. Uh, of course. We also at when I worked at Lian Chins, there's a super steep hill behind Lian Chins, mm-hmm. and we used to do that uh, on the hill behind Lian Chins. We would take the cardboard and break it down and go down the grass, uh, and then in the winter we would do it with cardboard on the snow, or we would take trays out and Ooh. go down on the trays, and you can get shooting on those trays. But, fucking hard plastic on hard snow. But you get colder quicker. I think we did the trays on the grass too. I mostly remember the cardboard. And I think it was me who initiated it because I remembered having fun with Donnie. I mean, I was thinking like the, the gif of the of the dude fucking sliding down the sand dude's just going yeah. with his shades on just cruising. I mean, he's on just a, a sheet of metal. That also looks very fun. Oh, yeah. Uh, sledding, sledding, by the way, still fun. Mm-hmm. It's one of the best parts about having kids is like I got to go sledding a bunch this winter and it's still fun. Uh, Big J has a they have a big sledding hill out there and like we'll go out with the kids, but every every adult will take uh, two or three runs. They'll be like, I'm just gonna go down by myself this time because it's, make sure it's safe. It's still fun to just go shooting down a hill on a sled. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it's whenever I'm at Red Rock, it always seems like a really good hill. Um, like it's super steep. Like it seems like it'd be a good a good sledding hill, but like behind the building. Yeah, they let the kids at Royal. Uh, they go down. You know the the back of Royal where the tennis field mm-hmm. or the te- tennis field tennis court. Four. <laughs> uh, they let them go down that one into that like parking lot that's behind there. Yeah, which I thought was funny. I was like, oh, they let them go into the parking lot. Well, that's the thing. Like this Red Rock one, it goes just like ends in pavement. Like it's like, like well, no, back. this is, but this is like a public parking lot. It's not, yeah. you know what I mean? It's not like a school yeah. parking lot. I just thought it was funny. Like, oh, they let them go into the parking lot. I mean, I 
I don't have a problem with it. I just figured that they wouldn't let them do that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it, it makes me think of like how dangerous this shit used to be like at, at recess where this hill would get super icy and like you would like and so would like kind of like the part at the bottom and you would stand there and people would try and slide into you and knock you over. Mm-hmm. It's like concussion central. Like it's like it's 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 just but you know, that's it's what you fun, did when though. you were in sixth grade. Like you were just like um, slide into each other, trying to knock each other down. They also all out by their playground. They also have a good hill, but I when I drive by there, I can't see if they're sledding or not over there. I can just see that one hill behind it. Well, that's all I got, Dan. Yeah, there's I'm one, talking about noses. There's one other thing I wanted to talk to you about that I can't remember. Oh, from the beginning. From the, I don't. It's like as soon as we're off the podcast, I'll remember. Like, oh, remember you wanted to ask Dan about. Mm-hmm. whatever it might have been ted solo or whatever ted lasso but i don't think that's what it was that's gonna drive me nuts you'll think of it all right well i've had a long day i told dan i was like this one this one might be a short one uh but i'm glad we did it yeah yeah I'm, I'm, I'm relieved that i didn't um I, I didn't. I didn't feel weird today. Yeah, I'm very like, happy. I, I, like I was. I was like bracing for it, like the whole day, like just like. But then it just never came, so I was. I was happy about that. Yes, that is definitely a good thing. I hope I'm as lucky. Mm-hmm. I've, I've heard that if you felt weird after the first one, that also helps the second one. Like you, like you. you I've might heard not all feel- sorts of stuff. I had a lady that I work with. Try- I swear she was just trying to make me feel nice, but I was <laughs> like, because I told her, well, not just me feel nice, but also herself, because I told her like, yeah. I'd, you know, I felt kind of run down for a little bit. I'm pretty sure I went to bed with a low fever, and then I felt a little run down the next day until like noon, and then I felt great. And she was like, yeah, well, one of the things I've heard is if you do have a strong response to the vaccine, it actually just means you have a really strong immune system. <laughs> and it was like that Jennifer Lawrence gift response, like, okay. Perfect. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> that, <laughs> that's just how that made me feel like, mm, that just seems like something people tell themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Amber and I, I told her right away, I was like, we should just see if your mom can come over the Saturday after we get the vaccine just in case, just in, in case. case we both feel like shit. Cause there's nothing worse than both you being sick and having to take care of your kids still. It mm-hmm. sucks. Mm-hmm. I can't, I, yeah, I can only imagine. It sucks. So, but yeah, I said to Amber, I was like, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to do the podcast. And she brought up a good point. She was like, you know, sometimes you do the podcast and it like, really helps to elevate your mood and i was like you're right i'm gonna do it mm-hmm. and uh she was right i'm glad i did it it was fun too because like a lot of people showed up and chat yeah it's like gloomhaven it's like it's like ah, this is gonna be me i don't want to sit down but then like you get like an hour in a gloomhaven it's the same thing well yeah once you re once you reestablish the rules you are smart uh once you reestablish the rules then it gets fun mm-hmm <laughs> All right, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Uh, You've been listening to This Might Sound Stupid, the podcast where two friends get together once a week to chat. Reminder that next week is the next list cast. Mm -hmm. This month's list is top five albums that were released in your lifetime. You can't have any repeats from your best best albums released before 1990 lists. Mm -hmm. You also can't have any best of albums on this list. Mm -hmm. And you can't have... uh, Oh, you can have live albums so long as it was recorded live within your mm-hmm. lifetime. 
Yep. Uh, Comedy counts. Spoken word counts. That's right. British gospel counts. Correct. Got any others? Italian mochas. That's not a thing. That's a drink. (laughs) If this is your first time listening to us, subscribe uh, wherever you get podcasts. You can also follow us on Twitch. Watching us live every Thursday at 8 p.m. on Twitch is probably the most fun way to watch us. Twitch.tv slash this might sound stupid. Uh, if you ever want to tweet at us at TMSS underscore podcast, if you ever want to email us, this might sound stupid at gmail.com. We have two sponsors. One is Joey the Good Boy. We'll check in with him. He's doing good over there. And the other is Mike Long. He designed all Weird of our graphics. Pectin. Weird pectin. So we got habanero mango is a good place to be. Mm-hmm. Bropes. Oh, which we didn't oh. do. Oh, no. Uh, we didn't have a beer. I think it threw me off. Me too. And, uh... Yeah. Oh. How do you not know about that one? Habanero Mango is a good place to be. That's one, of the, sh- that's one of the shirts we bought. <laughs> that's a Dan quote. Habanero Mango is a good place to be. Uh, Bropes, which... Mike has actually worked on, so that one's cool. Mm-hmm. He's also trying. He's also worked when he has time, because I know he's super busy and he's about to have a baby. He has worked on making us mugs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other sh- the other shirt that we want now is weird pectin. And it's got to go over your pecs. Like a cool like clip art font. I just need your credit card number and social and address and mother's name. <laughs> I feel like he's lying. I'll text that to you when I'm done. All right. Thanks, everybody. Good night. Good night. Love you. I'm indifferent.